be famous. Disgusting hippie pig. Who wants to die for art? To contaminate our society. What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? <laughs> That's right. Grabbing kicks. Broadcasting live from the recent past in the Dogwater Studios in Sparks, Nevada. This is the worst little podcast in the world. I'm Reverend Rory. I'm just Nick. I'm just Josh. And we are here for your entertainment. How may we serve? We're here for you. We'll be taking calls from the recent past. (laughs) More more here Uh, for each other. And before we get ahead of ourselves, we can't forget about our our OCD uh, uh, house mom, uh, Dogwater Dick himself, back in the booth. Hey, Dick, why don't you say hi? Hello, I'm here too. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm over in the production Dick, studio. I'm not behind the glass. I'm behind the drywall. Mm-hmm. Did good. I say behind the glass? I said a booth. I uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I know, but typically the engineer's behind the glass. We can't afford glass. <laughs> probably better off. Yeah, we just have wood <laughs> and steam. That's it. He's I've, probably making funny faces in there we can't even see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm actually our, naked. Our handmade radio show or podcast. It's not on radio. Yeah. We're whittling at it we're, as we're not we speak. Not yet. Not yet. Someday. But just like every big project in my life, I I wasn't talented enough to do it for real, so I just did it myself. That's usually the best way to do things, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it takes takes a a sharper mind to actually go get lessons and stuff, though. But, you know. A little ambition, but (laughs) more ambition, less weed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I was thinking we should talk, uh, worst little podcast, what. You know how it came to be, and uh, 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 some of our influences, I guess, would what would be. You know, what are you li- <laughs> what are you listening to these days, Rory? Uh, I pretty much exclusively listen to uh, two humorous podcasts: uh, uh, the Great Don Geronimo and the Mike O'Mara Show. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm a stay at home dad. I don't listen to a lot of music that's not. They might be Giants or Nickelodeon or Disney, and uh, so I, I get my all my adult value out of podcasting, including Me, this one. I'm I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I'm devoted to the Donna and the Mike, and uh, I listen to a lot of the Kevin Smith podcasts. Those are very good. Um, I listen to. Um, Who's that? Mark Marin's really good. Mm. WTF? That's very good. You check I, any of those out? No, I don't listen to much podcasting, but I I have the Sirius Radio in the truck, and I spend a lot of time in my truck. I listen to Howard Stern just about every single day for the full four or five hour show, and I'm pretty familiar with everything going on on there, which is pretty entertaining. I think. I think so too. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, I, well there's I no local be- shows for or no local radio really doing something fun like that right and mm-hmm. you can get away with it on podcasting you know they can you so uh and if nobody uh listens to it i really don't care because this is fun and i like doing right. it with my buds i'd actually know? prefer if nobody listened to it <laughs> <laughs> we have one uh, having all of two downloads by the end of the first month <laughs> we yeah. are the top podcast yeah, so in reno <laughs> we we've doubled our listenership yep. <laughs> i do my best work when nobody's listening Two times zero is zero. <laughs> that was Dick chiming in. Zero point zero. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this will be, I think, a Mr. Blutowski type show um, where where we do our best, but it just doesn't quite add up. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we're done with this, twenty years from now, though, we'll probably be the best all time. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. That's, Once we're dead, we'll be really famous. Yeah. That's my motto. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> how that goes. Um, speaking of dead things, uh, <laughs> did anybody go see the Paisley brain cells at the Zephyr the other night? No, I, I saw a flyer and did contemplate leaving the house, but didn't quite make it. That's um, kind of a return of an old Reno that's, band. That's old. Aren't, yeah, aren't they that's zombies? Old. Nope. When did like, they start? Like the last time I, I saw Chip. When I was 16 years old, in the grave. I would go down to the Zephyr to buy weed from my friend's sister. And the Paisley Brain Cells were playing at the Zephyr then, and that was 20 years ago. So Wow. Yeah. And now they still yeah. pop up periodically. Yeah, it's yeah. not as often, but when they yeah. do, everybody comes out for it is we, what I understand. We were there for a minute on New Year's Eve, and they, it was probably 2 o'clock in the morning, and they still had a pretty good-sized crowd there. Oh, and mm-hmm. they'll play forever. Yeah. Let's get and they like, can, like yeah. You start them playing at 8 o'clock at night, they'll be playing until late the next morning. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they'll, as long as there's people there, they'll just keep playing and they'll yeah. pull all kinds of music out of their, their ass. Which is, uh, <laughs> while I don't like their music necessarily the most all the time, that is something I appreciate in a band. Like, yeah. If there's people there, keep playing. Yeah, don't say, they work hard. Time. Yeah. yeah, and the people will stay there as long as there's music on. There's jam bands, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, really, yeah. if there's a crowd there and a bar like that and everybody's having a good time and getting kind of drunk, I really don't care what the music sounds like. If people are having fun, it's fun for, for me to be there as much. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's about the the live exhibition and just the being, the yeah. social. Yeah. yeah. Being with other people. Yeah. yeah. Having fun. Yeah, and it's like I, living here in Reno, as long as we have, you know, you see so many old friends come out of the woodwork, you know. I guess we should uh, introduce ourselves so people know that, like, how old we are, what, you know, where where we're coming from in life, you know. All right. All right. So, Go ahead. Uh, I will start <laughs> my – so I'm Nick and – uh, let's see. I've been in Reno since ninety three or four. Nine, yeah, the end of ninety three. So that would make it. Uh, let's see. I'm not good at math, fellas. Help me out here. Uh, That's uh, eighteen years, Nick. Seventeen. Is that? 18? Well, did you say? 93? 90, 93 to 2003, that's uh, 20, or no, 10, right? Yep. <laughs> 10. <laughs> plus, plus 8 is 18. Times 18 years. So, yeah, I've been digging on Reno music for a long time mm-hmm. and making a little bit of it myself. And yeah. um, so, you know. And you were the first Reno rock star I met when I moved here in 96. Ro- you were, Reno it only took star. you three years to become a has-been. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah. The, the fall wasn't wasn't uh, too far away from the yeah, from the highest point. It's like falling off the curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were the days the, back yeah, in the day. Great days in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And I did see Paisley Brain Cells quite a few times um, yeah. back in the day, just just for fun to hang out and see what the hippies are doing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Might not like the music, but they always have the best party supplies. That's true. Yeah. And and what's the place that the constant in Reno? Like the one place that really never shuts down, and you can always go there and have a good time. What's that place, fellas? Silver Jail. Legacy. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Zephyr. The Zephyr. The Zephyr. That's what I was looking for. So anyway, so and I dive bar in town. It is, and I we'll frequented that place. Been a bartender there. I did oh, the. Yeah. Uh, the door door there met everybody you know and all the bands and stuff and the story is goes on and on yep um yeah i, I worked there myself because you and uh marianne got me a job there and i got to see all kinds of great music and back in those days the zephyr was pretty much the only place in town to to see that kind of stuff you know? yeah there's a ton of bars now a ton of really nice bars and good cool places to hang mm-hmm. out you know but back then there really was only one yeah it would yeah, there really was. There, people would, some would come and go. People would try, and it wouldn't work out. And then it's sort of like, uh, I don't know. When they started doing Art Town, it seemed like that's when things, music and bars started picking up, and new bars started picking up yeah. new or uh, new music menus. And yeah, and it's good. I think that's a good thing. Even though, you know, I miss the old days. Yeah, Reno, Reno's made a lot of strides in becoming a nicer place. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And it's still keeping its dirty core. Yeah, it's it's dirty bohemian, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. A little Burning Man. You know, that's the yeah. quintessential dirty dirty bohemian. Yep. Um, right in our backyard there. Is it, so, is it every city in the United States where you can go see, like, five different bands every night on the weekend? In major cities, of course. But Reno's really not all that big. Man. No. Big as little. I'm yep. always amazed at that. I mean, and being a small project studio and recording bands, like, I never run out of work. You know, there's always somebody needing their band recorded. And it just goes from one to the next. I never have to go look for it. And people always call me. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, it never ends. There's so many people here making music. Yeah. yeah. A lot of really talented people. And everybody seems to support each other pretty well. Yeah. And like like you're saying, 18 years and stuff, seeing... You know, I got kids of people I used to jam with, you know, who are jamming now, you know. So crazy. Second generation Reno jamming. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it it totally is splintered and multiplied like that. And it's cool that, you know, like these explosions in other cities have happened a long time ago. And 
I think ours is still blossoming, you know? Yeah, and it's been been that way for a long time. A lot of people don't really realize how much, how long things have been happening around here. You know, a lot of different uh, are we are we ignoring different stuff? Are we ignoring the tragedy in the living room? Uh, no tragedy, right? Uh, no, there was no tragedy. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. That loud thump that was uh, that was a, a small child's head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, it the, happens all the time. The right? rev had to go make uh, a baby check. <laughs> ah, she needed an attitude adjustment. So. Oh. <laughs> did you did you tell her how did you tell her how things were? That wasn't you this that put her head in. Say, the listen, wall, this is how things work at Florence Drake School. You better be prepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're calling Mrs. Troutner in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, we were, I'm calling these teachers out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should tell that story, man. We were talking before before we started recording. We were talking about on the way over here um, to the Dogwater Studios. We were driving by the uh, elementary school that Josh went to. So, and also uh, Rick, right yeah. down the street. Yeah, and Rick Turns too. Out we're both alumni. Well, yeah, and it's funny because we're both ab- about a couple years apart, and and uh, and I've never really met Josh. Nope. And uh, and it was weird. We had the same several of the same teachers. One of which was that first grade teacher, Mrs. Troutner. Should we not say her name? Is it too late for that? Well, I think she uh, passed think away about ten late. years ago. But I would like to not say anything uh, too like, bad to not, interfere uh, with if she well, has some, it, some kids or anything, which I doubt. It was a different time, you know. You could bleep out her name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Or not. We called her Mrs. Troutfish. Okay. That's what we called her, too. Yeah. I think and she had a reputation that she must have been 60 years old when she was my first grade teacher in 1981. So she probably had that nickname for a long time. Terrorizing children for yeah. decades. But Boy, she did teach me how to read. That's that, me, that's too. About it. That's about it. Boy, but she was – and I, I remember the – Well, that's important to read. Fear you. breeds motivation. <laughs> <laughs> you will read. You but will yeah, read. Ben, I remember being a little kid, and I'm not that old. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm 39. That is pretty old. Pushing but it. I know. Scary, huh? But, but man, she – I remember her, like, taking a kid that wet his pants in class down to the front of the class and – and pulling down his pants and spanking his bare rear end with a ruler in front of the entire class. Because yep. he peed? Yeah, because he peed. And I remember I was and sitting these... behind him, and I remember seeing the puddle of urine on the chair in front of me and him with his pants pulled down in front of the whole class and being spanked on his oh bare ass. It was one of the sca- – and I, and I remember that, and it seems like, God, I must have dreamed that. That's n- there's no, no way that really happened. There, there were stories like and, that all the time. Well, she, and now, she let was me, violent Let me clarify something too, Rick. And is it true now, – now, remember, you're not on oath, so please answer truthfully – that uh, you are both gay and into scat play? Uh, <laughs> it, it scarred me for life. I'm totally yeah. I'm See, into golden showers and spanking. Public schools oh, are what your tax yeah. dollars do uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor kid wasn't very popular in the first place. No, and I'm sure. So, and if you and I remember that kind of thing now, then he uh, probably remembers it too. Oh God! And everybody else in that class that actually had to go to school with him for the next you know 12 years probably remembered it and. It probably hurt his reputation pretty bad. And I wonder if he's oh, like man. a serial killer or like what, you know. I mean, how do you turn out when that – and the yeah. entire class just to like – and we all freaked like, oh, my God, that's what happens. He yeah. invented post-its. You Mind pe- your, your pants and in cues. prison, I think it's a little bit worse than getting your butt spanked. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'd rather take the, uh, the grade school uh, ass spanking than I would the uh, busted out front teeth. Uh, when I learned to be the prison bitch on my first day. Yeah, was that tough? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're well, here. <laughs> was that tough? <laughs> let, me, let me pull up my uh, my plate for you. You can see. <laughs> Retainer. I knew I knew a kid in high school. He had his two front adult teeth knocked out, um, and he had to take a retainer out every day at lunch. And Ed, Ed was kind of a big kid. Ed, Ed was also kind of uh, an effeminate kid. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, there there were a lot of jokes about uh, how Ed had spent, um, a, you know, five years in juvie before he went to high school with us. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> uh, pretty sure he joined the seminary, actually, the Catholic seminary. Well, no probably shit. A good <laughs> so six on one hand, half a dozen on the other. <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a priest joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went for the seminary because he was kind of. I wanted it to be true. <laughs> it is true. Like t- oh, okay, good. No, no. Ed, Ed was totally a kid I went to high school with. He was fat and effeminate, missing his two front teeth, um, but but not for dick sucking reasons. Uh, oh, he had just had his teeth knocked out at some childhood oh, so, accident. Um, but okay. he really did enter the seminary, as far as I know. 
and not because he had no teeth in one. No, because he was okay. jolly and gay. Uh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and by gay, I mean happy. You know, everybody deals with being gay in different ways. Yes. Yep. I deal with it by repression. I make podcasts. Woo! <laughs> I'm an art fag. That's it. I guess mine is that I have sex with men. <laughs> I guess I really just still have. Wait, 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 wait! What, Rick? <laughs> you have sex with men? I have a delicate head on. Everybody I, deals with their homosexuality in their own way, you know. I miss that memo. <laughs> I like, you know, I like to make little. Uh, boutonnieres at Christmas time out of uh, plastic flowers. Mm. That's, you know, that's that's cute. My, lets my, it out of the out a little bit. My daughter is still enjoying the ones you made for us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. See, that ain't no lie, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick likes flowers. I guess you must. Have I forgot, do like flowers. Forgot my flowers address. Nice. Oh, you forgot your what? I guess you must have forgot my address because I don't think that that we received any of those. Oh no, you were out of Christmas. town. You couldn't make it to <laughs> oh, the uh, I'm sorry, yes. to the winter ball. That's right. I made him at the winter ball. Twelve forty four Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> it's the name of uh, address for Wrigley Field. Oh, oh. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Anybody Brothers. watch that movie? Yeah. Oh, God, God. that was such. A, we need you, huh? we need Sound of Crickets, Rick, for when I make uh, jokes. <laughs> no, That's Blues another Brothers list. is a great movie. We got to get the list of what what uh, what samples we want on the sampler. I have a little yeah. sampler that we can bring in and like and like you know have little drop-ins and stuff you know yeah that'd be right, cool. a, a cl- that'll tr- be like uh, uh the happy days kind of crowd laughter and, and applause well happy days was a great show can music yeah. maybe a puke noise can- <laughs> yeah yeah the toilet flushing you do have lots of pictures of puking on that computer of yours. i, How I should sounds. get more audio of puking yeah. huh yeah. if only well, i yeah. recorded more when i was drunk puking video won't really oh, work got, for the podcast i've got the uh no, obama soundboard Oh, you have an Obama soundboard on your phone? On my phone. Far Heck, out. it's even hotkeyed. Is it the same? Oh, yeah, it's all the same ones that, that Don asked. It's just getting way too complicated for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never heard that not bleeped out. Or ignorant motherfuckers like you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can have my number, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, I've got a. I, I'm easily going to download a bunch of those for the phone. I, this was a test I wanted to do. Who ain't my bitch, nigga? Buy your own damn fries. <laughs> you can hear that pretty well, right? That's not bad. Hey, yeah. Hey, pretty good quality. Hey, Mr. President, can I have some french fries, please? Who ain't my bitch, nigga? Buy your own damn fries. Sorry, dude. Shit. <laughs> for for future, we could... Sorry, ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We can actually plug a headphone jack into your phone, right? Uh, yeah. In yeah. that event, we could actually do this the real way. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so. so we could just download sound. I can download soundboards for my phone. And and, cool. and use your phone as a sound. Yeah. As a sampler. Yeah. So, you find, so, yeah. So maybe it's your job. Find a puke sound. Excellent. Find All some right, audience cheering. Find some crickets. Been doing oh, wait, this for 20 we minutes. Do... We already came up with some I, innovation. Oh. All right. We're shaping this thing as we go. You're seeing it or you're hearing it happen what right before your very ears in the past. Well, I don't know. We should maybe we shouldn't do. God, I feel so. I'm so shaped by other radio. Yeah, like, and indeed. I want I want to not do the things that I love about the other radio. But, but here, here's the other thing: we can't I'm, have crickets. Somebody else has crickets. We, yeah, yeah, but but that but crickets like that's that's something that's been used in radio since the fifties. How about to make uh, fun of people. donkeys? Donkeys <laughs> will be just fun. Oh, oh, awesome. Donda is a donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and oh, and, I, and we can't do the. Uh, the asshole single clap, like like you say something like yeah, and I went to work today. Oh right, yeah. Well, yeah. I you know who does that? <laughs> I don't like that bit anyway. I love that. Stupid. I love that asshole clap. Well, every once move. in a while, sure, it's funny, but it doesn't need to be in every show. <laughs> it's all just my my informed and experienced critique. Yeah. Well, <laughs> while we're while we're critiquing the other shows, let's also not talk about what we're gonna do every fifteen minutes and never do it. Because <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I hate when that happens on the other yeah, show. Doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. Maybe. If you could spend a little less time telling me what you're going to get to and just get to it, we could actually get there. 
Yep. And coming up next, we're going to have a pig fly across the room. All right, but first, we're going to uh, take a little word from our sponsor. Oh, hey, wait, I'm going to pick a booger. Hang on just yeah. a second. And, and it's a fun game, and it really means whatever I said we're about to work on, you It'll know you're never tomorrow. going to hear that. Yeah. I think that whatever we say we're going to do, we should just make a policy not to ever do it. That's a great idea. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a podcast. Game over. Nice try, space cadet. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so where were we? Let me see. We where were introducing we? ourselves, and I was telling everybody about me, and we got a little story about Josh. Let's hear a little something about you, Rory. Ah, the story about me. Uh, when I first came to town, I told everybody my name was Zaphod Beeblebrox. Um, no shit. Say again. Zaphod Beeblebrox. Are you making this Zaphod up? I am not making Beeblebrox. this up. Okay. That is the name of a character in uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Very funny book. Uh, and Adams. really, I like. I would. I, I would much movie. rather see. I would much rather be Slaughter Bartfast, and then like nobody would. Right. Get, it's a less obvious well, I, reference. But, but that. But yeah. But that was just a, a single. A single name. I wanted a first and a net last name. So okay. I, I just call me Zaphod. Uh, and I, re- I remember introducing myself at, at a punk rock basement show somewhere, somewhere out here in Sparks. When was that? What was this? Oh, uh, this is in '96. Mm. I uh, I had dropped out of college and had saved a bunch of money and was visiting friends across the country. Cause fuck the man's degree. I don't need that. I can just go get a job anywhere. Where are you from, Roy? Uh, Missouri. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This uh, I grew up in St. Louis. I was going to college, tiny ass town, Kirksville, Kirksville, Missouri. L- lovely place. Wonderful uh, diner called Pancake City, where I learned the joys of deep fried mushrooms as a as a drunk food. It's fantastic. Ooh. I do recommend anybody driving on Highway 63 in Missouri stop by Pancake City in Kirksville. Yeah, good yeah. move. All right, that's my, <laughs> that's my non-sponsored plug for the day. Uh, anyway, so I dropped out of college. I'm traveling across the country. I got some cash in my pocket. Blah blah blah. All my belongings in a backpack. I'm punk rock. I'm living the dream, man. And I uh, had come here to Reno to visit a friend of mine who had uh, graduated the year before because he was living with his dad. By the time I left Chicago on my flight with unalterable tickets to Reno, he had since moved back to St. Louis with his mom. So I'm coming to Reno. I don't know anybody at all. I uh, Actually, uh, here, here's, here's a real, real Reno plug here. Uh-huh. I, uh, I had gotten uh, the phone number for uh, Sticker Guy out of Maximum oh, Rock and Roll's book, You're on Fucking Life. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, called up Pete, left messages the day before, finally got a hold of him from the airport here in town. I'm in town. I don't know anybody. I've got a handful of money in my pocket. Nowhere to stay. It's, it's October. It's cold. Not a good idea. So, but finally, I get a hold of Pete. And yeah. how did you get? Uh, how were you friends with Sticker Guy? I, I just... got his phone number out of a magazine. Right. Okay. <laughs> literally, yeah, yeah, it's a Maxim Rock and Roll's book. Your own fucking life. Uh-huh. Punk rock resource guide. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got. I pulled Pete's phone number out of there. Gave him a call. He had me stop by the Sticker Guy offices. Uh-huh. Uh The way across the street from the old IGA on Wells yep, Avenue. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Upstairs place area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. Next to the wig. wig Phil's wig shop or something? Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he came. We hung out. And he said, all right, you're not a serial killer. I, I think you're straight up just a nerd. Oh, that's <laughs> cool, man. And let me stay on his couch. That's, and, that's uh, pretty awesome. And then, right on. Well, I stayed there for a couple weeks. And then I was moving out to the Bay to visit my friend who was in San Francisco. Mm. Well, I get out there. And I'm there for a few weeks. And, again, it's, it's October. The weather's getting a little chilly. I've dropped out of college. And it's San Francisco, and I want to find a job that'll pay rent for the winter. Just for the winter, man. I don't want a long-term lease. Mm. Well, that didn't work out at all. Uh, my, my friend was moving back to Kansas City. I didn't have anywhere to stay. No job, no nothing, except all of my things in my backpack. And so I came back to Reno, where I'd met all the punk rock kids who let me stay on their couch. And wasn't planning on staying much longer than the... Spring of 97, I was going to head down to Tucson and visit some friends who were getting married down there. And I never made it. Wow. Like, like six years later, I look, I pulled my head out of my ass and, hey, I'm in college and I have a job and friends and stuff. Jesus, uh, dude, you're late for Tucson. Story. Yeah, I'm really late for Tucson. 
I, I should have been living there a long time. Reno ago. sucked you in. Usually you have to have lived here for a Reno to suck no, you I, back. I was here for a week and made out with a chick. That's uh, all that's, you that's, that's all it all takes. It took to suck and me what, in. Yeah. You're in. You're one of us. Uh, it was uh, Tisha, your former co-workers. Oh, my God, Tisha, with. who is hot as balls. Yes, hot as balls. Is that black Tisha? Yeah. Yeah, black yeah. Tisha. Yeah. yeah, I remember her. <laughs> I do. She's and my friend. I'm, we're Facebook friends. I am Where's not. now? I am not Facebook friends with Tisha. You're not? Oh, she's and on mine. I'll look for her. Hook yeah. her up. Look her up and hook her up. <laughs> well, maybe not like that. Oh, yeah. I'm a married man these married days. Married with children. Yeah, That's right. So wow! So, but, and thanks to you, though, I was able to eventually seal that deal. Who? Uh, oh, oh, we have. I think we have a little station interruption there. In see, the uh, that's like a a good example of how Reno is such a, an amazing place because you you come here on on a whim. Oh yeah, coming here for something else, and then you just end up meeting people and, and right. staying here for the rest of your life. Right. Really, I mean, that's... I know you've left town before, but you still come back to Reno. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We really moved exactly. away for two and a half years, and when the opportunity came up with both me and my wife, who's from Gardnerville, the, that was the first thing in our heads was, oh, we can move back to Reno. Yeah. Like, Sweet. yeah, hey. greatest place in the uh, yeah. in the country. Absolutely. It's, a, it's pretty cool. I like the eccentricness of it. Yeah. It's really yeah. a livable place. It's really comfortable, and you get to know, you know. People yeah, when are, you get inside the nooks and crannies, more it's pretty awesome. Here. People are genuinely more friendly here. Mm. Like, I've met random, like, you know, just have a little conversation with somebody at, say, a coffee shop. Two weeks later, run into them at a ball game with your kids. Two weeks later, you run into them at the library, you know, and then all of yeah. a sudden you have It's a, a real small small town still, you know, for yeah. as much as going on here and as, as, as much as it is a city. As metropolitan you still, as it like, is, yeah. You know, the story earlier about me you know, going to the same school and uh, knowing the same first grade teacher with somebody you haven't ever met before. Yeah. You know, and I've lived here my entire life and I've traveled a lot. And I've been to a lot of great places, and a lot of good cities, but Reno still is the only place I really want to live and, and call home. And I'm really, and I'm, in other cities, I like to wear stuff that represents Reno because I like, I'm real proud of being from Reno and I like. That's cool. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I got some. I remember what you from your honeymoon pictures and you uh Yep. You had yeah, I got married, married in June with and the I was wearing Mary Anarchy Reno shirts out there in Boston. Yep. Yeah, oh hey, congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Didn't even know that. Yeah. Yep. We were moving back here in June. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that was nice. And you're coming up. You're you're uh, Yeah, nuptials. I'll be joining your club here on uh, April 30th no again shit. for the Third time, yeah. In lovely Sun Valley Wedding Chapel. I blow right? this just for everybody to know. The second time I got married, uh, I did not get divorced. Unfortunately, my lovely wife passed away. So she I'm not a three-time loser, dude. Nope. <laughs> one two-time winner. Really, you'll see. Yeah. Technically, Third you're a one-time one-time loser. One-time loser. Yes. Yes. That was a long time ago. But. You know, I got my kid out of it, so it's great. Yeah, you know, yeah. And creepily, well, I know, I know something that I don't know if you might know. What's this? When you first got married, your first marriage, oh, yes, was probably the first time you met Rick Spagnola. Oh, he was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was a friend of his first wife. That's right. Yeah, and, and didn't yeah. know Nick well, at all. I mean, and the net of Reno Nick. draws Nick too, because your your first wife was friends with some people at Fresco's Pizza. And right. you would come in there, and that's the first time I remember. And that's probably when you mm-hmm. first moved back into Reno or moved back to Nevada from Seattle. And you yeah. started coming down there, and Fresco's was a good place to meet other people. And if you're into playing music, yeah, I'm just, sure between Fresco's and the Blue Lamp, which was really happening back then, that was probably a pretty good good time I mean, for you. Yeah, it was amazing. Like It was kind of like Rory's story where uh, you know I came from Seattle – in 93 i came down here from the height of the grunge scene yeah where every <laughs> stuff's going on every night of the week there's all kinds of things to do and you know super buzz about the place and that whole explosion of all that and that really was kind of like my college like learning all that and i was taking photographs and eventually after the three years of taking photographs realized that i want to play music that's why i keep going to these concerts and i love it you know I want to play. So I thought, well, my friends in Reno, well, one of my friends who was in, well, see, he started back here too. He's a Reno boy as well. But um, anyway, my friends, Chris and Mike, were here in Reno and they're like, come jam with us. So I was like, okay, I'll come down for the summer and check it out and jam. Left a bunch of stuff up there. And uh, 
uh, came down and ended up still here. I'm still here all these years <laughs> no. later. Did you ever go back for your yeah. stuff? We never, and that band never got off the ground with those two guys. But uh, a couple years later, I joined my first band, and you know, our first gigs were at the Blue Lamp. And then that right. time, like you were saying, was an amazing time. And yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. old Blue Lamp days were pretty just inspiring. Life was going pretty good in the 20s. That yep. was fun. Yeah. Now I'm yep. in the 40s, so. Yeah, do you start out playing with <laughs> It's still fun, but it slows down, and yet I've got more projects now than I've ever had. You, you know? start out playing so. with Matt and Hudson originally? Uh, yeah, yeah, with Matt, the, Wage, and Hudson Flanagan. Yeah, and decomposers? They were, they were, no, they weren't into decomposers. It was me and this guy Patrick, uh, my old friend Patrick, um, and I played the bass, or I played the guitar, he played the bass, and we'd get surrogate drummers, and we had like four shows, and that band broke up. Like, yeah, it just. Yeah, I've I've got some flyers from the the band still laying around. Somewhere. Yeah, those blue blue lamp days, we were really like. Yeah. We knew our friend Jay Nally, who was such a good yeah, artist. Yeah, Jay and I were living on your couches at that that point. I think in life. Yeah. Yep. Dude, yeah. Josh, you're like a Reno archivist. I got a pretty good memory, and I and I pay a lot of attention because you know all this stuff is pretty interesting to me. So, you know, I'm happy to. Help out with memories anytime I can. Yeah. Because a lot of people in Reno mm. can't remember things that well. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> hey, we have so a lot of music kind of and a lot of weed. Yeah. So that kind of leads into uh, – we got – you know, we'll get to know you folks a little better as the uh, shows evolve. But um, one of the segments we want to have in the uh, Worst Little Podcast is uh, – do you remember when we were just talking about all that stuff from the past and how we got here and and it, yeah how you meet a couple people and then all of a sudden you know so many other people and they're all in the music scene and the art scene and it's very bohemian here in Reno and I we have uh, but but without being as pretentious as the word bohemian yeah <laughs> does that imply pretension. I've I guess always so, huh? so. Well, when your when your parents called us bohemian when they came to visit one time, did they? That, then I was insulted. She's all, "Wow!" It, it, she came here. This is when you were living here at the house, and okay. and they show up, and and she's like, well, "What do you think? Isn't it great? Because like we're, we're so settled, and we have everything we need, and we're thinking that we're just living this awesome life." And she said something like, "It's very bohemian." <laughs> and I thought, "I don't know what that means, but I bet it's bad." <laughs> yeah. I don't see the connection between. Yeah, it depends on how you look. Well, the term bohemian in the actual region of Bohemia in the Czech Republic. I mean, yeah, it's the, not, what do they do? People they're aren't not that very, all pretentious over there. They're really into hockey and beer, and they're and, not really known for being like yeah. artists and philosophically. <laughs> There's definitely some artistic and stuff free, over there and free love. Yeah, Bohemian. It, I've always thought associated with like the village back in the like Greenwich 60s Village seventies. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's yeah. my first thought. The fifties, you know, with all the art writers yeah. and Josh yeah. with the big brain. I didn't even know. That's where it was, where it came Bohemia. from. Yeah. Well, the city of Prague, it's in Bohemia ah. and Moravia are the two main regions of the Czech Republic. Right. Bohemians were the original hipsters. Damn. Yeah. yeah, maybe so, because they do have a lot of really nice art and music over yeah. there still to this day. But I don't know. I've never, I don't see the pretension of it. I mean, I don't consider them in the same boat as the Beats or anybody else who thinks they're real hip or anything. Right, right. Yeah. It seemed like regular folks, but I was only there for a couple of days. And I've been told, evidently, that using the word hip makes me not hip. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got, I got the uh, definition for bohemian off dictionary.com. Okay. Okay, number one, a native or inhabitant of bohemia. Covered that. Uh, lowercase, a person as an artist or writer who lives and acts free of regard for conventional rules and practices. Yeah. Oh, oh, that I'll take us. that any day. That was, that's that's <laughs> way any better day. than what we were thinking it was. Yeah. Okay, then the Czech language, uh, probably <laughs> not. Bohemian. Okay, that, that is Bohemian. <laughs> and then the fourth definition is a gypsy. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Over pertaining to Bohemia. Oh, wait, that's not good. Um, pertaining to a characteristic of the unconventional life of a Bohemian. And, oh, living a wandering or vagabond life. All right, that's like all right. That as much. Yeah. Boy, that second one was awesome, though. Like, like a gypsy, which I believe is another term for Jew. No, no, no. no. Oh, no. The gypsies are completely no, different. No, 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 no. The Jews are really actually like gypsies crap. are more hated. They're than, thieves than the Jews. They're, yes, yeah. <laughs> they are more hated. You're, if you're in if Europe. you're in Paris trying to buy a hot dog from a hot dog stand, 
They'll come right up behind you and try to steal stuff out of your pocket. Oh, yeah. The yeah. gypsies? That's why yep. they teach you and in the Europe Jews. to uh, – <laughs> oh, I'm just joking do about not. No, I know. I didn't even see any Jews. Gypsies no, are evil. When you, when you go on school trips, school-sponsored high school trips to Europe, they tell you, you don't keep your money in your wallet or your no. purse. No, you got to wear a you little – You wear a little bag a little pouch around your, your neck yeah, and stick it under your shirts and then you have to look all dumb reaching yep. in your yeah, shirt. The gypsy women in but Europe. But you don't lose your money. Hey, they have fake babies <laughs> and they'll try to convince you that they're babysick, but you can see obviously it's a doll. Oh, that is such a great gag. Yeah. Dude, the people on the sides of the roads with <laughs> the signs the should do that. Armpits yep. And the general them. public over there doesn't really think it's that funny, though. Dude, well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> no, like, I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a pregnant lady on the side of the road with a sign one day. Like a fully pregnant chick with a sign that says, need money, God bless. Well, you know? uh, all right. Uh, on, on the subject of homeless people with signs, yes, there are more, a lot more of them now. But there always have been a lot of them. I, I mean, even in St. Louis where I grew up, oh, there, sure. homeless people with signs exist. They have for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, in my many years as a drunk punk rocker, I, I myself was known to have spanged on mm-hmm. a street corner with a sign that I made up with some bullshit reason why I was too disabled. I had a job and would pe- pedal for money on a street corner with other, <laughs> other punk rockers. I'd go to work eight hours and then go sit on a sidewalk for another two hours begging for change. Wow. Can yeah. you ever have too much money, Rory? No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> go get more. Or too much time. But here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I, there you go. I would know. I would know. I knew punk rockers who would borrow people's dogs to take with them. Um, but their dogs, if you know, and then they like rub mud all over the dogs, so uh, it looked all. Your dog's dog was probably happy for the physical contact, right? The dog got to go out and do stuff, but they, their their pitch I just was like hanging out with you. Please give me money to feed do. my dog. <laughs> and the reality of it was, it's ju- it's the stereotype, like we all think they're going to take that money and go buy a forty old English What's or, or Mickey's. Yeah, that's you know, a given, man. You know, back yeah. at the underground we clubs, to, we would always like like bum money in line and bum money in line so we could get in and bum money in line so we could get in. We need a couple bucks to get in. We need a couple bucks to get in. Hit the whole line, make 30 bucks, never go inside the club and buy <laughs> weed. <laughs> that's, that's a smart a good one. one. <laughs> but but I was sponging off my friends, not strangers, I guess. Sh- my wife, Cheyenne, she uh, uh, when she sees somebody with a sign panhandling or just sitting on a corner, obviously pan. Now, if you're playing music or, or doing oh, something. Some of that music is god-awful. Some of it's awful. But if you're giving it the effort, we'll, she'll always throw some money at you. But if you're just sitting there with a sign, my wife says, entertain me. Yeah. Yeah. That is dance, give, monkey. Yeah. Right on. Hey, you don't want to have to have a job? Dance for me, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had a chick doing I, the... A I used chick. to think that way, but then I felt too bad for him. <laughs> yeah, right. I had a chick and doing the... I can't the, make you do that. I had a chick doing the tweaker dance on the... And I was on my way to Rayleigh's, and uh, and this chick doing the tweaker dance. You know, the... I, like, they can't stop moving, shaking, because she's so spun out. <laughs> yeah. And she Twitchy. comes up to me, and she and she's fully, like, dressed not nice, but clearly spun out of her mind. And she says to me, can I borrow... Can I have a dollar or something? I need gas. And I came inches away from saying, yeah, if you can hold still. <laughs> Let's see that. For 10 seconds. If you can hold still for 10 seconds, I will give you a dollar. Put 60 seconds on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> no way. She My money is safe. She probably would have dropped dead. <laughs> like, like, she probably thinks she has everybody fooled. Yeah, back on the streets in Seattle, you know, people would be playing the music. Or, and I'd go panhandling, but I'd like. I'd bring some photographs down, uh, you know, Kinko's, color copied, mounted, and I'd sit on the corner and. You know, try to sell that out right. on the street. And well, that's a little different. You're you're an uh, entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a little different. I misemphasize. Whenever we <laughs> whenever we'd pass this one guy though, you know, he'd have uh, he'd have a sign, but it said, uh, "I'm just I'll be honest with you, folks. I just want some beer or something yeah. like that." I've seen that one. A lot. I always. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs beer once in a while. I know you need beer here. I am a broke. There's a little bit to help you. I did uh, buy a, a guy a beer, though, once downtown. I saw a guy downtown, Reno. He was asking me for money for beer. And I said, well, no, I'm not going to give you no money. I went in, I got him a tall can of Coors, and I brought back the beer for him. I said, here's a beer. And he's all, what? Coors? I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That doesn't go with my Louis the 17th. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, that's that. Gift horse. Yep. Mm. But and he might have traded up with I one of his I've never buddies. seen a gift horse. Do they <laughs> he have went teeth? and returned it for a, 
for a malt liquor or something? Were you not supposed to look? <laughs> don't look at the gift. Yeah, don't look do, at the gift horse. No. But do they have teeth? Yeah, it, it does not come from like you can tell how old a, a horse is by how many no, teeth it's No, it's got. the idea that, that a horse. gift horse does not have teeth. So don't look it in the mouth because you won't be able to tell how old it is. No. Think, yeah, oh, exactly. I think the term yeah. gift horse is because of the Trojan horse. Or no, it was no, given no, as no, a no, gift, no, wait, and when they got the Trojan horse, all the soldiers busted out and killed well, everybody. Well, or, then that saying is bad advice. Or, you should definitely look a gift yeah, horse in the mouth or, and okay. the stomach. I believe, and, any, any I believe it's suggesting hole. that the qua- don't complain about the quality of the horse that you receive because it was a gift. You now have another uh, horse. So you don't Who look cares? in his mouth because it might have rotten teeth. And yeah, you say, right. here's a new horse. horse. Give yeah, me a bunk horse. But you can still use it for glue, so it has a purpose in life. Yeah. Thanks, man. I have to Dying clean up this horse shit. Thanks a lot for the horse, Feed bro. it. Makes a good Take thing. it to the vet because it's sick. Bills. Yeah. Another mouth Thanks for the gift. <laughs> oh, look. My stallion's trying to, to mount it bear. and broke its hips. <laughs> I hear. Uh, I hear I, babies. Yeah, and you know what? I gave her. She asked for candy. Rory's, of course does, does everybody in the audience know that Rory's daughter is out in the living room? Well, you do yeah. now. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she's so kicking it. She's, she's taking care of it. Watching the DVD. I can, she's behind. My, my door's open, so I still have contact with her. Fistful but yeah, candy. she came back Multi, here. And, multitasking. And she says to me, Uncle Rick, you're not going to believe this, but there's a box out there that has candy in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you noticed? <laughs> How did so you ever find something? I'm just saying. And then she, she's all, do you think I could have one? And I said, well, how many do you think you should have? And she said, I think I should have two. <laughs> thought, That's good. I said, well, yeah, but what I didn't tell her is that they're sugar-free. So. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Good. So it's totally like safe Sick. candy. Right. I'm like, you could have a whole bucket if you want. You well, just I, eat all that. I told her if she was really good that I was going to get her ice cream on the way home. So, Ooh. Oh, yeah. good daddy. So, on top of candy. Dad. Did she yes. cry bad when she hit the wall? No. Not as bad as <laughs> she hit my hand. No. Oh, is it too, too soon? Too I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's <laughs> Might be too soon to tell the story about how I broke her leg. What? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I broke. That's not uh, as bad as it sounds. I yeah. broke my infant daughter's leg. Yeah, well, who hasn't? What was she doing to make you mad like that? <laughs> she just wouldn't listen. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, <laughs> no, um, she was on the changing table. She was probably about uh, a little over two years old, just about two years old. And there's a knock at the front door. And so I scoop her up and, she, you know, she's a kid. So her limbs are flailing. And I scoop her up, kind of yank at her. And what I didn't realize is that uh, there was a, a railing around the top of the changing table. She had stuck her leg th- between the railing. So when I lifted her up, it was like a lever. Uh, uh, when you try, Or a crowbar. Where you pop a crowbar in something and you pull it back. Essentially, I just... Pulled her leg and it snapped her tibia right in the stairwell. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to the front door and she's kind of crying and consoling her. And it was, I don't know, Jehovah's Witnesses or something. Uh, No, it was. um, Those people are always hurting children. No, yeah. (laughs) Damn it. Damn Jehovah's (laughs) Witnesses abusing my child. No, um, I forget who it was. It didn't matter. It was like a knock at the door at 8 o'clock. It was just really bizarre. So. I then go to set her down, and she's kind of whimpering, and she's standing there, and we notice she's not putting any weight on that leg. And so I pick her up again, and I touch her up at her hip, at her thigh, at her knee, and she's fine, and she's, like, telling us it hurts. And I get down to about halfway around her leg, and that's where she whimpers. Now, this is a -a two-and-a-half-year-old kid, and I keep saying whimpers, Mm. because she had cried a little bit, but within five, ten minutes, it... (laughs) Kind of, kind of sucked it up, and that I'm like a tough kid. I'm a grown ass man. I would be crying my eyes out if my tibia was broken clean in half. I bet. I mean, and we eh. took her to the hospital in the emergency room, and she's sitting there and keeping it together, and just it really hurts, Dad. Okay, oh. but I mean, like more composure than I show when I get a hangnail. Wow. I, yeah, no, she is one tough little bitch. And I feel oh, sorry for her future husband. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, by the same token, Riku was the loudest baby I have ever known in my life. <laughs> still, the still loudest. Up there. 
Uh, sounds that came out of that baby's mouth were louder than any sound I have ever heard. I have been down front at countless shows. I have been right in front of amplifiers. I have had my head in bass drums while they were being thumped. I have never heard anything as loud you as Riku's voice. You fired guns. Really? Really? <laughs> Riku's voice like would cause my ears to cancel out. You know that that like where your where your eardrum stops working because it's gone to a frequency that was too high? Yeah. And I remember telling you that I wanted to start doing the studio and recording drums in the house. And you said, you can't do that because the baby's here. It's too loud. And I thought, you're kidding me. That baby's mouth makes a louder noise than I've ever heard in my life. And that's two inches from the ear and still. Oh, look who's here. Somebody's at the door. I'm going to oh. go get that. You They're guys talk amongst yourselves. Well, I guess uh, we, we should we got maybe a, wrap things yeah, up. Yeah, we got about 10 more minutes yeah, left. Yeah, we got 10 minutes left. So. Why don't we talk about what's coming up in the future here? Like, we got anything going on this weekend? Um, I've got stuff happening next week. Oh, yeah. Personally. Who knows? <laughs> I don't it's know about this week. Um, on, but on, uh, what's that, the uh, 31st? Yeah, the 31st of January. A week from today, a week from Monday. Yeah. 2011, yes. 2011, uh, I'll be hosting the uh, open mic night at the Zephyr Lounge. All right, get that thing rolling again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, we moved back into town, and I kind of stepped right back in. Good. Uh, Mallory's working rotation. at the bar on that night, too, yeah. I think, now. And that's going to be oh, nice yeah. to get, that's just get some old, old familiar faces back in there. And Mallory's great. She is uh, great. Yeah, she's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful person and a great bartender. Yeah, and a great artist, too. Yep, you absolutely. paintings. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's really good. Yep. And then uh, the following week, or the following Friday, I'll also be doing uh, a uh, first Friday of the month, a uh, happy hour dirty spelling bee at Jub Jub's Thirst Parlor. Mm, um, right. That should be interesting. Uh, we're going to have a spelling bee for the first five to seven contestants so, that show up. So, entry fee, or prize money, or what? Uh, prize drinks, drink, okay, okay. free drinks, maybe a small tab. And I what believe. night was that? Uh, it's going to be a Friday the 4th. Spell okay. Cunnilingus. C U N N I L I N G U S. C U N N I L I N G U S. Just like I said. Oh yeah, he was right. Yeah. Um, I heard an I N I. You guys are better spellers than me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's on though. Spell eczema. <laughs> X M A. X E M A. Eczema. X E M A. Zima. Which could be eczema. a word at the dirty spelling bee. You might also get yeah. Words. Eczema is dirty as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Impetigo. It's a hard. Good friend of mine has eczema. Impetigo. Good friend of mine did too. So yeah. my mother used to always threaten yeah. my do- like, my uh, sister and I for don't play with the trash can. You'll get impetigo. Impetigo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like pink eye, but they worse. said you can get impetigo from swimming in the the Rogue River up in Oregon. I heard they got impetigo oh, besides wow. a catfish rolling around. Oh, I'm sorry, that's hepatitis. <laughs> that is a dirty word. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it could be four-letter words or words referring to the sexual organs, uh, scientific I words. can spell most four-letter words. It sounds like a fun night. M-O-S-T-F-O-U-R-L-E-T-T-E-R-W-R-R-D-S. Yes. That's a four-letter word? Most four-letter words. I spelled it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so anything else in the future, uh, dude? That was awful. That was awful. Um, yeah, that, that, those are the two things I have going on as far as like uh, doing stuff out in the community. Mm. Um, um, I also know at uh, the alley out here in Sparks, the toasters are playing next week. Oh, that that's a, like good, a good time. Yeah, good like show. on the first, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Is it Pinky Polanski opening that one? No, uh, Miracle Drugs with oh, Zach, Miracle with, Drugs with right. a fellow your fellow Reno rock star Zach mm-hmm. Damon. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he's Zach's actually yeah, the had, Zoinks family in the yeah. psychiatric Sque- petting zoo. Previously, not Zach, but he was in Screeching are, Weasel too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, big in Japan, squirt gun. Yeah. yeah, I like Miracle Drugs. They play Mary Anarchy. Yeah, they're uh, very good. Is Bob Conrad playing with him too, or is he's in? He's got a different band. No, he's in. Uh, Bob's doing firebombing. Yeah, okay, the firebombing. All right. Uh, yeah. Preston, I think, is playing drums. With yeah, Miracle. he's pretty good. Yeah, man. he's a like Preston's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I re- first time I met him was when he was too. playing with Kevin Dunn <laughs> in any one of Kevin Dunn's horrible punk rock bands. Oh, yeah, he was. In, uh, <laughs> He might have been in Dump Your Boyfriends. Dump Your Boyfriends, yeah. Was he? Yeah. I know he was in, um, what was it, Walk of Shame. He was, yeah. a band, he was in a band I that played across, across the street from my house for a while, but I don't remember them ever getting out and playing. <laughs> they just practiced. You can hear them <laughs> most times every day between about 4 in the afternoon and 7 p.m. You can hear them playing. They were really pretty good. Nice. But I live down on St. Clair Street, and you can hear good live music oh, yeah. from every direction at any time. On that street, absolutely. Yep. That's, yeah. what, that's where... Um, 
Uh, Big in Japan, the another Zach Damon band. They, they oh, yeah. the, and the Crush Story. They, they all, all practiced to, on that street. Well, they did back in the uh, day. Uh, uh, Sprout lived, played back at, in the those, day too. Uh, those at the pink house and gray houses. That's right. Yep. That's an early yeah, 90s that's where reference. I live at. Sprout. Oh, yep. you live there? Okay, yeah. And Sprout lived <laughs> next door to where I live at, and in the basement there, Jesse Rand's mom's house back then. That's where uh, Sprout and their original lineup used to practice for about a nice. year. Yeah, when I first about got here. 94. It's a good street for music. When I first got here, I'd go videotape them in the basement, their practices, and then he'd send it off to Sub Pop, and nothing ever happened. But, uh, yeah, there's an old old story. So for me, let's see. Or is, yeah, that was it. Let's see. For me, yeah. I got, um, let's see, the 3rd of February. It's a Thursday. My friend from Canada, Danielle French, who's like. Very talented awesome. singer-songwriter. Yeah. She's yep. kind of surrogate Reno. She loves it here, so she comes yeah, every she's year. Another, she's devoted. This is, this is her secondary market. Yeah. yeah. It's her home away from yeah. Canada. And uh, so I'm playing with her in the. Um, uh, acapella group I'm in. It's called Hella Acapella, and uh, we'll be opening up for her. And, and I'll probably gals in that band. Yeah, yeah, a bunch, of, bunch of I locals. saw at, uh, I saw you at Mary Anarchy uh, in December. There, it was good. I Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's getting good. Like, uh, well, I don't know how much time we got. I would tell you that story about this weekend, but maybe I'll save it for next week. Like, one of the best shows I've ever been involved in or saw. Or witnessed. Nice. It was last weekend. The uh, way to tease. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, didn't we say we weren't going to do that? <laughs> um, oh. Let, yeah. So we'll probably won't get back to that. Yeah. No. Damn it. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then the fifth, I'm playing with my new band, Present, which is uh, Toby from Sprout, the bass player. He's also in Decoy. He's like the one of the Toby. I went to high school with him. Toby Jones. Toby yeah. Jones, He's yeah. recorded here with Decoy. Well, actually, I guess he goes by. Tobin. Tobin, Tobin, yes. Tobin, and I will never break that. Yeah. He also He's played in Toby. some pretty good bands in Seattle when he was up there. Yeah, yeah, he played in All Better Now with a couple other guys. He wow. was just, he was yeah, just he a... came back like way better. Like he'd been doing it. He yeah. does music a lot. So. He was just a sweet awesome. Mormon boy when I went to high school with him. He was like, I was like the bad kid that you shouldn't talk to, and he was the nice kid that had it together. He still is too. Damn it! Yeah, he's so nice. Like being in a band with him and Roger, dude, the three of us, it's so mellow. They were really yeah, mellow there's not guys. One, not yeah. one asshole in the whole band is. Well, thank you, man. Thanks. Well, yeah. How did they you go? Gotta to come the see us. They uh, got two <laughs> Saturday the fifth at the Jub Jub's Thirst Parlor. And nice. um, um, other than that, let's see. I guess we in get the near future. That's that's about it. I think I want to go see True Grit. I haven't seen that yet. It's, yeah. it's very very good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got. There was All our right, first movie review. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. I can tell you, it's awesome. Well, we can't use thumbs up. Um, those, those movie guys used to use that, yeah, so we'll have to come up yeah. with something else. Thanks a lot, yeah, right? right. No, no golden finger. <laughs> um, big big toe. Wait, yeah, big toe. One big, big toe. Up. toe up. Fuck you, Siskel and Ebert. Big toe <laughs> up, Siskels. Give it two middle fingers down. Dead ass. <laughs> I'll give it one dead donkey. <laughs> All right. I personally don't have anything going on in the next couple of weeks, so. I guess that's a, the a good way to kill time right are, there. You, are you going to go see any shows? Or? I'm going to go see what you guys just told me about. sounds really fun, especially the, the spelling bee I'll definitely be looking at. And uh, I'd like to see the band you're playing in with yes. Roger and Tobin also. And I've got plenty of free time right now. I'm going back to work for a couple more weeks. So mm. I'm going to spend a lot of time Do, doing nothing. Do what the, do you, so when you uh, – let me see – what do we got on time? One minute left. All right. So well, do we have uh, any outro music, Rick? No, we need to work on that. You know, and we can pretend like it's there and I can put it in afterwards. Yeah. Well, the next thing you'll hear will be our outro music, folks. And yeah. uh, I think cool. it's probably a good time to sign off. Yep. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in your computers to the station with the most. <laughs> music, music, probably yeah. the worst. No, yeah, possible little song. Yeah, that was probably yes. Thank bad. you for listening to the worst little really? podcast. Yeah, that we could possibly come up with. Yeah, we got and, a lot of uh, raw material, we'll... and I look forward to working with you guys. Yeah. Definitely, Amen. we'll see you in a week. Yeah, if we're lucky. Insert program name now. <laughs>